0: This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Stacey Poehler.
1: Hey, everybody. We are talking to Daniel Jape from Jape Services. Welcome, Daniel.
0: Hey, good morning. Thank you for having me on.
1: Yeah. Why don't you start by telling us all about your business?
0: Yeah, I'm I'm super excited. So we are a local heating and air conditioning business that also does uh, some some minor plumbing, some water heating, as well for us. Uh, we're located up in the uh, in the Jasper Canton area for us, and uh, we're we're fairly new. So we've uh, been in business now for almost about a year, right around there. And uh, we are family owned and operated. So it's myself and my wife works in the business. And then I have some other family members that, that work in the business. And, and mainly our focus is going to be on uh, residential customers. So people that you know have homes, as well as we do work for commercial customers as uh, my license is an unrestricted mechanical license. So we can service both residential and uh, commercial customers and then property managers as well. That's kind of our, uh, our area of focus.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Talk about your journey. Um, You've had the business for a year. How long have you been in the industry and kind of what made you get involved in it?
0: Yeah. So that's that's a longer story and Mm -hmm. I'll try to kind of keep it shorter there. So my family actually got involved in air conditioning and heating in the Atlanta area since the mid seventies. So 1978, right around there, my my father uh, got involved in it. And up until a couple years ago, my family and I actually were the owners and operators of one of the largest mechanical companies here in Atlanta, and in fact in, in most of the United States. So we, we've we had a lot of experience. So for me personally, I have grown up when I was younger. In the summertime, I spent time working in the warehouse sweeping vans, running parts, working with the teams in the field, eventually worked my way through all of the different areas of install, service, running those different areas. And then actually uh, prior to selling the other business, I ran the entire business, which we had about 400 um, employees at one time. So I've kind of done everything along the way. Uh, So although this business is new, uh, my family and I are very familiar with the Atlanta area and especially heating and air conditioning and taking care of, uh, of our neighbors.
1: Awesome, awesome. It sounds like maybe your new business is um, you know, more personal, gives you a, a chance to maybe work more one-on-one with the customers. What were some of the reasons that you decided to kind of start your own um, shop?
0: Yeah. So after um after my father and I we, we sold the business, kind of figuring out what was next, what we wanted to do. And we really f- felt that one of the things that we've always loved is, is helping our fellow neighbors and Atlanteans, if you want to call them that. And one of the things that we we considered is, you know, do we want to to do the business again? Because you're exactly correct. As you start to grow and scale businesses, there is a bit of a disconnect a lot of times between say the owner and the operator and everyday activities. It's just impossible to oversee everything. So one of the things that dad and I felt we always did very well was that level of connectivity with our customers, that understanding and empathy that yes, we are a business and we're here to, you know, be a business and make money, but we're also more importantly here to take care of people and offer our services. So, you know, when those things kind of culminated and we were chatting, we said, you know what, let's let's give it a shot again and let's start a another business as another service business where we can really kind of take those things that we feel like we've done well and get them back into the community. So that's the reason we we came up and started JAPE Services.
1: Awesome. Awesome. What are some of the myths or misconceptions that are out there about HVAC companies?
0: I would say one of, the, one of the big myths that's come up in the last several years is the fact that a lot of the things that we do, you can go online and, and really kind of do yourself, right? There's a lot of the DIYs that come up or, hey, maybe I can just buy the equipment and have someone install it. Uh, so I'm, I'm just here to tell everyone that although some of those are ways that you can do that it's very important to understand how that can impact you in terms of lack of warranty, in terms of when we're, you know, fixing systems or or even installing systems. There's a lot of technical components that go into making sure that those areas or those units can keep you comfortable. So you don't have, you know, one bedroom that's 10 degrees hotter or colder <laughs> than mm-hmm. another bedroom or making sure that what we're doing also meets the current code requirements. Because that's one thing that we have to be very cognizant of is not only are we performing a service, but we're making sure it's a safe service for you there. So we've we've seen that obviously with the rise of a lot of different things uh, that's come about. But um, it's always safe to have a professional come out and, and take a look.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What? um what do you guys offer in terms of helping people maintain their current systems and, you know, keeping those working for, as, you know, long, long as possible?
0: Yeah. So, what we typically recommend is a annual maintenance program. So, the one that we offer is twice a year. We'll come out in the fall, uh, like this time of year, which is great before our furnaces really start running. We'll clean and check the system, just make sure it's operating properly for you. So that way it's gonna use the least amount of electricity and gas to to cost you the lowest amount, Uh, but also make sure it's safe, right? That's the other Mm -hmm. thing is we have to remember is, although we don't think about that a bunch, um, when our furnaces are running, if there's issues with them, you have natural gas, you have electricity, you have fire, right, so there's things that can cause uh, health issues. So we wanna make sure it's safe. So we recommend that in the fall. And then we do something very similar in the summertime. So we'll come out usually in that March to April before we hit our our peak season in May and June. And we do the same thing on your air conditioning system. We wanna make sure that filter's clean. We wanna check the refrigerant levels to make sure the system's operating properly, check all those electrical components. Uh, Because from doing this for over 20 years full time, I will tell you, usually your unit doesn't fail when it's 55, 60, 70 degrees outside, it's going to be a Friday at seven o'clock on a <laughs> June when it's 94 degrees outside. And that's when you'll have a failure. So yeah. we strongly recommend, you know, not from just an efficiency standpoint, but also, you know, from a safety standpoint that you have that twice a year tune up once in the fall and once in the spring. And we offer those for our residential and commercial customers.
1: And is that, you know, an annual plan or a one-time service charge? How, how do you
0: do that? Yeah. So, so we, yeah, we offer both, right? If, okay. if you decide to sing, sign up for the annual plan, it's one, one fee at the beginning of the year and that gets you the two plans. Uh, however, we have some customers that, that like to do it all la carte because maybe they have multiple homes and they're not sure if they'll be here year round. So we do have the all la carte option. Um, but if they do sign up with the plan, we do offer a savings or a discount by having the, um, annual plan. First, doing it all a cart, but but we offer both options, so whatever fits your budget and your schedule, we'll be more than happy to to accommodate.
1: Awesome. Well, it sounds like your your whole family's in, involved in the business there. But what do you guys do outside of work to have fun?
0: Oh well, that that's a uh, a good question. So I have uh, two little girls; they're uh, nine and eleven and my oldest one is into the band and lacrosse. So usually we are either at a concert or at lacrosse practice or Sundays, we're at the lacrosse field. And then my uh, my youngest one, she does lacrosse and cheerleading. So usually we're either at cheer practice or we're Saturday morning at the, the football field. We got one this morning, at, uh, this weekend at eight o'clock, we gotta be there. Yeah. So mainly it's just you know, my wife and I spending time with with the kids and the family. Um, and then we also enjoy we we have a nice neighborhood we're here that has some walking trails so we'll take our uh, two standard poodles and the girls and everyone will do some biking and and walking so kind of a little little debrief uh, but right now it's definitely busy with the kiddos because they're kind of at that age
1: for sure for sure um since you've kind of gotten this new business up and going the last year I'm sure there have been some kind of challenges and hurdles along the way. Um, Can you share with us, you know, maybe something that, you know, you had to kind of overcome and um, what you guys did to work through it?
0: Yeah. um, I I would say some of the things that uh, we had to overcome is number one, you know, it it takes quite a lot to to start a business. A lot of people don't, don't think about it. um, But especially for someone like, you know, us from a mechanical standpoint, we have to get our, our vendors lined up, right? We have to get the credit applications. We have to get the business license. We have to do all those kind of fundamental things that, that need to get the, the business going. And it, you know, and truthfully, it been quite a while since I had done some of those things with, with a well-established business that we had been running for years and years and years. So, you know, a lot of that was just very, very time-consuming getting that put together. And then also the, our, our operating software, right? So I had to get a lot of the tactical things done for, for the business. Um, luckily I was able to devote a lot of time and, and attention to that. So I can make sure that when we're at a customer's home, everything is seamless. When our technicians talking to you, showing you options, using our tablet and our digital system. So that was definitely a, uh, a thing that we had to kind of overcome and, and get moving, um. And, and then probably one of the biggest things we had was just kind of getting the name back out there and and getting uh, you know in touch with customers, letting them know that we're available to service them.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, can you think of you know one thing that you want to leave the listeners with about your business? You know, something that you feel maybe makes Jape Services different from some of the other HVAC companies out there.
0: Yeah. I think one of our differences is we have gone from a smaller company in the past to, like I said, my family and I were in a very large company. And with all of that, we've decided to focus back on kind of where we are now, which is one of the, the smaller to midsize companies. And the reason why is I feel like that personal connection that we can offer to our customers is, mm-hmm. is different than a lot of, say, larger companies. You know, at our company, we don't use the word necessarily... You know pipelines and uh you know you know all these different words that people like to to use to describe what's going on and what that allows us to do is if something comes up and when we're working with customers we're very able to assist them and understand that yes we are a business we are here to make money but more importantly we're here to help and serve our neighbors and provide excellent customer care and and customer service so you know, that's one of the things that I think really sets us apart is we have that experience of both ends and we have made the cognitive decision to really go back and make sure we're focusing on providing the best level of customer experience and service for our customer, no matter what that takes from, from our end.
1: Awesome. Well, it, it sounds like you guys have your head and your heart in in the right place. So where can folks find you? Can you share some of your contact info with us?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So the easiest way is if you just go online and you can look up Google or, you know, whatever you use, Bing, I guess. You can do Jape Services. Um you can go directly on there, you can book through our website. So if you don't want to call us or have time to call us, you can book directly online or you can actually call us online as well. It's uh, 404-282-7887 is our direct cell phone or once again you can visit japeservices.com and book and and do everything you need to do or talk to us through that way.
1: Awesome. Well, thanks so much for chatting with us today, Daniel.
0: Thank you. I appreciate it.
1: Yeah. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast, Milton and More. To nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show, go to GNPMilton.com. That's
0: GNPMilton.com. Or call
1: 470-664-4930.